Chapter 2, Thief at Work. You know, I got hung up on the last episode with the title, Spying by Telescope, <laughs> about how the author was fetishizing a telescope. Yeah. But I didn't take the time to appreciate, compared to the first book, so far, these first two chapters are well-titled. Oh! The first one, they really were spying by telescope. Yeah. And this one really is what we find to be a thief at work. Oh my it goodness, I never like thought about a that. a story yeah. about what had happened. Yeah. These, these chapters are well titled. I'm I guess impressed. that was feedback that they got when they were reworking these books. You really think they, they the... workshopped them a little bit? <laughs> yeah, I think they spent a little bit more time on the titles. Okay. Well, what's this chapter really about, Frank? Uh, a thief? And he's kind of at work? Is the thief playing with a telescope, though? <laughs> Let's cut to the chase, boys. Boys. Oh, so when we last left them, they uh, were running into this house on the cliff because they heard a scream for help. Yeah. And they uh, they found a window broken. A broken window, yeah. Uh, that led into a library, it seemed. And so they uh, went into this library. Yeah. And... Uh, and then the chapter in it. So, so we're left with them. They all get into the house in the, in the, on the first page here. But now the the voices stopped. Yeah, they have no idea what's there's going no yelling. on. Yeah. They're, they're yelling out like, where are you? Yeah, hello? 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 And there's no answer. Uh, and Joe suggests maybe that person who was calling for help has passed out or is unconscious. Let's look around. <laughs> that probably wasn't his tone. It was I like probably that a little tone, bit though. more dialed up. Also, like... Passed out or is unconscious. It's like, well, yeah, we got that from passed out. Yeah, those aren't mutually exclusive terms. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're the same Yeah, I'd thing. say he's either murdered or dead. He's either been murdered or killed. <laughs> yeah, there One we go. One of the two. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so the boys decide to dash in various directions like a, the greatest episode of Scooby-Doo here. Yes, uh, that, that great plan of, hey, let's all split up. Yeah. Um, what I like here is my windowsill flower pot. There's <laughs> a ton the of them. Yeah. There's a ton of them. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell me about the house on that last paragraph? Well, the boys dashed in various directions and investigated the living room with its old fashioned furnishings. The dining room with its heavily carved English oak set. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that that carved uh, oak set is in there. I don't know what heavily carved means. <laughs> it was overly carved. <laughs> wow. It was very it thin. Really, really yeah. carved. I was, was going to say, it's like, uh, <laughs> like the thin. legs of uh, <laughs> a Biff. Yeah. Just imagine the so, thinness of the Biff. Spider-like spider's joke set. <laughs> it was about as thin as a tube on a telescope. Uh, the kitchen and what had evidently Wait, a, been a maid's a bedroom. Tube? A Turian tube? A we never, a, looked up, a we never looked up what a Turian tube is. Yeah, I know. I, I think my new hobby is going to be looking up telescope facts. <laughs> so learning about them. We were hat them before. But specifically ones from the 50s. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to learn this modern, you know, telescope crap. Do you think telescope technology has changed wildly? Wildly? Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's lenses. Right. It's glass that's reflecting, refracting I would admit, light. The basics have to be the exact same, yeah. obviously. Probably a, a but little I bit more. But I think the scopes themselves A little less are, tolerance for error in the manufacturing. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I think it's more precise. There's probably better knobs. You probably don't need two of those eyepieces. I would imagine that assembly is a lot easier. 
True. Yeah. And they're probably a bit, a bit lighter. It definitely got to be lighter, say. yeah. But like a camera now compared to a camera then is a wildly different right. contraption. I'd say telescopes are closer to being the same yeah. than cameras. Telescopes yeah. remain true. But I'm not a telescope enthusiast like the author here. <laughs> You're not a telescope We should minimalist. call him up and see if he's still alive. Man, that w- it would be amazing <laughs> to talk to an author. I mean, they're absolutely dead. But There's got to be one that's still alive. Maybe from one of like the modern ones in the 80s. Some ha- someone had to be about 20 years old when writing this. Yeah, this is written by an intern. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure there's one 90-year-old or 95-year-old man or woman this was written who by wrote an... the Hardy Boys, the rewrites, and is still alive. While they were an intern at a telescope company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was told to write some book about telescopes and... Came up with. Those. I was hired for just two chapters, just to fill it up with scope <laughs> technologies and terms and things. Job like that. well done. Yeah, I got a, uh, I got a prize. So there's no one in any of the rooms, and the Hardys and their two friends met again and in the hall. The man must be upstairs. Frank decided. Uh, and so, there's also just some weird things here. Uh, they started up the front stairway, and the others followed. There were several bedrooms. Suddenly, Chet hung back. He wanted to go with his pals, but the eeriness of the house made him pause. And then uh, Chet, who rejoined the group, said worriedly, maybe this place is haunted. Like, there's no, it, nothing it, happened. Nothing leads up to make him think He could have just it makes... said, like, but him pausing and leaving them for a second, like, nothing happens while they're separated. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. Also, this just, I have a whole theory that this is just like a, uh, a cut scene from a Scooby-Doo episode where they were just like, hey, we're not actually going to use this scene. Do you guys want it for a Hardy Boys book? Chet is totally shaggy. Just imagine Chet is shaggy the rest of this chapter. Mama, maybe this place is haunted. <laughs> I'm telling you, all this dialogue. Hey, Scoobs. Uh, so they continue to search the house. They look for an attic. They search the bedrooms for an attic. Uh... And then suddenly Frank calls out, I found it. They're looking for a, a staircase. Uh, and the others ran to where... So this is one of two strange details that I hope <laughs> comes back. I did too. And I have, a, I have a sinking feeling based on the first book that it will never come back. Um, but the others ran toward where he had discovered a door behind a man's shabby robe hanging in a closet. So we've got this robe, and behind the robe <laughs> is, is the... Is this- uh, the door. Scooby-Doo type hidden door. Yeah. Uh, this t- in turn revealed the stairway, and up the uh, stairway they hurriedly climbed it. Chet. Chet bringing it up the rear. <laughs> <laughs> bringing up. You added a word there, sir. <laughs> the attic was enormous. Old newspapers and magazines were strewn about the old-fashioned trunks and suitcases, but there was no human being in sight. And this is... Just like in the first book, there's all these sentences that are like, and nothing. Yeah. And nothing. And that was one of the first ones uh, that I started to underline is, but there's no human being in sight. Um, they started down the steep stairway, and they find that the door is locked. Someone Uh-oh. locked them in. And you know what I thought? Huh. Oscar Smuff? Hobo Johnny. Hobo Johnny's back. Hobo Johnny's back with his trade. I got you locked in again, <laughs> boys. <his> trademark <laughs> locking the boys in. They look around the room. The attic's enormous. There's old newspapers, magazines, and all these crowbars. 
<laughs> we should have known. Yeah, it it's Hobo like the, Johnny. The third book, and like the boys noticed a stack of crowbars in the corner. Look out for the door! <laughs> Slam, <laughs> click. Hobo Johnny, you got us again. And I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you kids and, and now that we'll, darn Chet. And now we'll get out while he's going to get his hobo friends. <laughs> uh, suddenly, the full import of the situation. Uh, that's funny. He said, I didn't see any lock on the outside. Oh. And then the full import of the situation dawned on the four boys. Someone had deliberately locked them in. The cries for help had been a hoax to lure them into the house. And I wrote in the margin, to steal the telescope? <laughs> because I'm sure the author was still thinking about it. And then, two lines later... Uh, Frank and Joe were inclined to think that, so- that there was something more to it than a joke. Someone had seen a chance to steal a valuable <laughs> telescope and two late model motorcycles. And again, <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's not just to steal the telescope and two valuable motorcycles. They put telescope up front. Yeah, valuable telescope. Valuable telescope. It seems like unless, unless you've got a car, a telescope seems like an yeah, that, unruly thing to steal. Yeah, this thing is chained down and you have to break it apart. Two You're not just going to lift throw it, up, it in. I end first. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's a serious piece of machinery and it can't be jounced. You can't jounce it. You can't jounce it. <laughs> <laughs> so Joe's freaking out. Like he knows someone might be going after that telescope. We got to get out of here. Frank, put your shoulder to the door and I'll help. Fortunately, the door was not particularly sturdy and gave way easily. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I wrote catch and release right. once again. <laughs> that Hardy Boys tension and instant release. No delay, no building, no nope. toying with the pace or that our emotions. Came. Well, that was really easy. They spent, no joke, more time talking about how to set up a telescope than they spent exploring. Escaping te- like, a room. Than they spent locked in this, uh, yeah. in this attic. So then I I have this entire paragraph that, that started with that sentence of fortunately. Yeah. The next sentence, I have no idea what this means. I read it four or five times, and this is the other piece where I'm like, I hope this comes back later. A, to maybe explain what it meant. Yeah. But B, like, what? What? <laughs> Frank glanced back a moment as he rushed through and saw two large hooks, which he had not noticed before. They had evidently been slipped into the eyes and had been ripped from the framework by the crash on the door. Dude, I have no idea. Oh, wait. The eyes is Is what gets me. Is it one of those things, you know, like, if you have a door you don't really care about locking, you've got that little, like, L-shaped hook that you put through the circle? Well, like, you close the door and you put the little, like, swing over the little, it's just like a bent nail. I think that's a hook and eye. So it could be that there were two hooks. Okay, my grandpa had those. Yeah. Okay, that's probably it. Was your grandpa's name (laughs) Felix Pollock, by chance? I don't want to talk about it. Okay, so, so that... He saw two large hooks, which he had not noticed before. They had evidently been slipped into the eyes, so they were locked, and had been ripped from the framework by the crash on the door. So that makes uh, sense. Okay. This little flimsy thing gave yeah. way. Uh, okay. So then the other boys followed, running pell-mell through the hallway, clattering down the stairway, dashed out the front door, leaving it open behind them. To their relief, <laughs> the telescope still stood at the edge of the cliff, pointing seaward. <laughs> Thank 
goodness. I feel like the author wanted to end the chapter there. <laughs> Be like, that's so good. We know it's safe. The book Let's is Let's bask dead. in this for a moment. It's not. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's good. It's pointing seaward. The eyepiece is not taking in any of that drift, any of that, you know, the, the seaborne salt, the, the air. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's in a good place. I can imagine, like, the Let's author being That's fine right. with them locked in the attic for four days running out of food. But through <laughs> the window, they could see that the telescope was still pointing seaward on the edge of the cliff. Also, oh my God. edge of the cliff... To point out to see, this is their cliff hubris back once again. Oh, yeah. A telescope, if it can see two and a half miles, you can scoot it 10 feet. Yeah, it's good to the very edge of the cliff. <laughs> we got to use it for its full ability. Be, can we be 10 feet closer? I can't, <laughs> can't see it. We're just at that point where I can't make out his face. It's about 10 feet difference. Oh, thank goodness, said Joe. I'd hate to have to have had to tell Dad that the telescope was gone. And that, fa- that's him projecting onto his kids. Yeah. He was typing that thing really loudly just as he typed this chapter. And that way he wouldn't have to tell their dad that they had lost the telescope. <laughs> just pounding I on like his typewriter. It. I love getting into the writer's headspace. I think that's my favorite new bitch. Of this Projecting series. hard. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe his kids wouldn't eat peanut butter and get it on the eyepiece. <laughs> I like when <laughs> in the first season, when I would scream, Maya would get really upset. Like the yeah, dog would come here. Now, now she just sort of stirred and went back to bed. Oh. Sean's just yelling into the microphone again while he reads that book with the guy. <laughs> uh. Oh, classic though. Frank rushed over and to take a quick look through the instrument. I mean, as as one does. Yes. And here we get the first of two uses of a word that I wouldn't normally use. He uh, looks through the instrument. Uh, it had occurred to him that maybe some Confederate of the smuggler had seen them spying. I assume Confederate means like associate. I've only ever used it in the context of the Civil War. Same. Uh, but I suppose it means like an associate. The Confederates would call themselves like the Confederation, like the, oh, the group associate. of people. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Um, he might even have uh, – so it occurred to him that maybe some Confederate of the smugglers had seen them spying. He might have even tricked them into the house during the very time that a smuggling operation would be within range of the telescope. Which, I mean, are you saying these people were down there smuggling and they're like, yeah, I think I see a telescope up there. Is that a Preston 349? <laughs> Is that the Nikon? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the Nikon? With the replaceable another guy, pieces? Yeah, I was going to say, another guy's like, hey, isn't that the one that comes with the short scope for range finding? <laughs> that was the chain included in that model, or is it sold separately? I think it's sold separately. They they give you all the knobs. There's but a lot of small knobs, a lot of knobs, and the tripod is attached. The tripod is attached, and Tell it comes me about with the carrying the trunnion case. Tube. The trunnion <laughs> tube is just a classic trunnion tube. It's about three meters in depth. That's bigger than the whole damn thing. And would you say that uh, it was set up eye end first, like it should be? <laughs> When Frank reached the edge of the cliff, I underlined that. <laughs> of course, Frank's at the edge of the cliff. Classic Frank. Classic cliff hubris. 
But when he reached the edge of the cliff, he tried to look through the instrument and gasped in dismay. Uh-oh. Go ahead. The eyepieces from both the finder and the telescope tube have been removed. Bum, bum, bum. Which I thought... This guy also knows a lot about telescopes by removing the eyepieces instead of just breaking it. Breaking it or taking it. Or just or taking anything. it. Yeah. yeah. An easy way you to know get... what I'm going to do? I'm going to take the eyepieces. How do you like me now? An easy solution here would have been to just gently push it <laughs> yeah. where it would over fall the over cliff. the cliff and break. <laughs> or you can take the eyepieces. Oh I wish it were so God. like... Luckily, Frank knew that replacement part 4409 <laughs> and 4410 were both available from the Nikon mail-in catalog. <laughs> Replacement eyepieces would be there within four to six weeks. I think we're going to be okay here. They've got thin candy shells. <laughs> Surprised you didn't know that. Oh, so then uh, the motorcycles are safe. Nobody stole them. Well, thank goodness for that, said Frank. Uh, and then they this all... Is, this is my favorite thing. Yeah. Chet and Biff joined them and all flopped down on the grass to discuss the mysterious happenings. And work out a plan of action. I just imagine them all falling to their their little tummies with their hands <laughs> just slumber party under their, Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey guys, let's talk for a second. So, what are with all these mysterious <laughs> happenings? Yeah, this, I have to know. Things have just gotten stolen from let's us. Work out we a plan were of locked action. into a thing. Let's lay down. Did someone bring lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God the sandwiches are still here. Yeah, <laughs> our servant stayed up making them. Oh, classic Hardee's. Uh, so then they're like, maybe the, if the thief is hiding inside the house, I'm going to find him, Joe declared finally. I'm with you, said Frank, jumping up. How about you, Biff, guarding the motorcycles and Chet taking charge of the telescope? That way, both the front and back doors will be covered, too, in case that thief comes out. Okay, the Hardee's friends agreed. And then they, they go into the front hall, and they're, they're, there's a back stairway. If we don't find the person on the first floor, I'll take that... Uh, to the second, you take the front. So they're like talking aloud. There's no note of them whispering. <laughs> yeah. And I, I wrote in the margin here, is this before guns? Because I feel like this is a dangerous situation. Like someone yeah. is clearly doing things wrong. Just like the first book when they stole st- like stuff out of Chet's garage while they were there. Call yeah. and a threaten, threatening call. And, and then they chase like, after him on foot. Yeah. yeah. This is the same thing of like someone is clearly getting the best of you. Yeah. You are children, and what's your plan? Let's say you find the person. Right. What's your plan? Yeah, what are you going to do? The, the two, these, the seven. Going to hit him with the telescope? No, because that's dad's telescope. Yeah, and it's outside. Yeah. You can't bring that inside. It's an outdoor telescope. It's an outdoor <laughs> telescope, and it's missing the eyepieces. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't weigh anything now. Yeah. But. Yeah, what's I, your like, plan of attack here, boys? What do you expect to happen when you find this person who is who's locked you in a place and well, stolen your Well, we're going to point at him pieces. and say, hey, you're the guy. And what's don't the get big idea, hobo Johnny? <laughs> yeah. Hey, where are all your crowbars, Johnny? So uh, here we get a series of failures. Frank nodded and the search began. Not only the first, but the second and attic floors were thoroughly investigated without results. Classic. There's only one place left, said Frank. The cellar. Ooh. Now go ahead and read me that, that next sentence. This area also proved to have no one hiding in it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not combine that and say, 
Not only were the first, but the second and attic floors and cellar were all empty. Yeah. Why make it a second? They're like, <laughs> well, there's only one place left, the cellar, which also is empty. <laughs> Play with Jeez. us. Yeah, come Play on. Play with our Give emotions. Us a little something. Toy with us yeah. already. My goodness. Oh. Well, I guess our thief got away, Frank stated. And probably on foot, Joe added. I didn't hear any car, did you? No. Maybe he went down the cliff and made a getaway in a boat. Yeah, maybe yeah. not, though. Yeah. Because it's a cliff. Maybe he used the telescope chain and propelled down the <laughs> cliff. He's like, this thing's sturdy enough to hold me. Is this a Nikon? <laughs> Is this a Nikon chain? This thing will be fine. It's all right. We're going to do it. <laughs> he used the two eyepieces as carabiners hooked around his belt. Ran the link through that and then spelunked his way down. Started a fire using the the eye (laughs) as a magnifying glass. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I wonder if they are at one point going to use the glass from the magnet or from the telescope and uh, start a fire. From the Nikon 340X. 340X, yeah. (laughs) So the boys, uh, they decide to leave. uh, And it was something I. Oh, it's not yet. so they're they're going to go back and, and report to Dad that they didn't you know find much in complete disgust. The Hardys reported their failure mm. to Biff and Chet, and then they packed up the telescope and strapped it safely onto Frank's motorcycle, including all of the parts except for the missing <laughs> eyepieces. Because you never forget to bring the chain. <laughs> but this makes me wonder: how do you load it in the case? Because you take it out of the case, I end first. Do, do you, you put reverse it in that? I end? Yeah. Do you put it in I end last when you're putting it away? I would imagine so. Consult the owner's manual. <laughs> We're sort of left to guess here, and I don't want to guess with the author's <laughs> telescope. I don't want to get it wrong. So then all of a sudden, as they're, they're getting on their motorcycles, they're about to start the motors, all four of them froze in the seats, which by itself is hilarious <laughs> because they're on motorcycles, yeah, and they're straddling <laughs> each other, not moving... Not doing anything, and they all freeze. Yeah. And one of them, like, Biff is frozen <laughs> with his giant legs just wrapped around Joe. And just just picture the perfect awkward silence as Biff is just wrapped around Joe. Like, shh, do you hear that? His spider legs just, like, tightening up around him, too. <laughs> it looks, looks, just... looks like Goro from <laughs> Mortal Kombat, just wrapped up in his extra legs. Let's get out of here, Scoobs. See? Chet urged. Yeah. yeah. It's very Hi. much Scooby-Doo. Yeah, he's totally shaggy. But instead, Frank and Joe hop off the motorcycles and go to try to find out where this laughter is. Yeah, which uh, it's described as demonical. Yeah. Eerie laughter, demonic laughter. Uh, and then and when they went on, just before they reached the edge of the cliff, they were thunderstruck. Thunder. To hear the laughter coming from a completely different area, it was actually in back of them. Whoa. What gives? (laughs) Like zoinks! (laughs) (laughs) Search me, his brother answered. The ghost must have a confederate. The confederate ghosts. So I'm starting to think now. That our telescope enthusiast <laughs> oh, author also had a lot of relatives who served in the Civil <laughs> War, 
uh, and where Confederate is a proud <laughs> term used to describe yeah. his ancestors. And so he's using this, like, maybe the ghost had a Confederate that he could trust as a brother <laughs> as you can any Confederate. A good American Confederate. Good white American Confederate. <laughs> yeah. Anglo-Saxon. The brothers peered over the edge of the cliff, of course, but could Given. only see jagged rocks that led to the booming surf below. So Frank and Joe returned to the chums, disappointed that they had learned nothing and had no explanation for the second laugh. I, I, I love this. Yeah. I love this. It's this mystery right now. This yeah. This is pure mystery. I know. This What's is, going on? This is what you do. This is not... I feel like they want. I'm, I feel like the author wants to release this tension so bad. Yeah, he just wants. To, <laughs> yeah, like he wanted to. He's do getting it two tenths right paragraph. now. Yeah, he's like, babe, check this out. I've got a laugh coming from in front of them. But then, and they then get when there, they check it out, it's behind. It's behind them. But I'm going to tell them right away that it, that it was <laughs> yeah. a recording. I'm getting too worked up. Did you take your anxiety medicines? <laughs> yes, I took my anxiety pills, Francis. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Sheila? Sheila's gone now. Sheila left after yeah. the telescope shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, after the first chapter. Yeah. What happened? What happened with you and your your first wife? Uh, I wrote a chapter of a book, uh, and maybe I was focused a little too much on the telescope. We flash cut to a wait, photo wait. of him and his second wife, and it's him getting married to a telescope. <laughs> I was going to say, he's at a bar telling this to a woman. She's like, the book was too much about a telescope. And the woman lights up and goes, you have a telescope? <laughs> then smash he cut slowly to their turns, like a little smile, too. Just like, something camera pushes tells in. Me I got I'm into oh, something nice, yeah. good. I was going, I got a black magic woman. <laughs> With the telescope. Oh. <laughs> So uh, this this was interesting to me, just a tiny little bit. Biff looked at his wristwatch. I really have to be getting home, fellas. Sorry to break up this manhunt. Maybe you can take me to the bus uh, and then come back. Yeah, in the middle of everything, Biff? Well, the next line is, is what struck me is, the Hardys would not hear of this and said they would leave at once. Why? Yeah. Your stuff is stolen. Yeah. You're about to leave behind any hope you had of getting clues while they're warm. You're finally figuring out who this might be. There's two laugh, like two people laughing. Yeah, demonically. You're not gonna figure out who it is. What kind of detectives are you? But let's remember, these are the same boys who, as soon as they saw a boat, they were like, "Let's go tell Dad." Well, yeah, that's let's true. Let's leave. But they're also the same boys who said, "I hear a scream. Let's go jump through that broken window." They don't know who they are yet. You know. Yeah, they, they want to leave. They want to stay. They're reckless. You're reckless. They had scarcely gone a mile when the motor on Frank's cycle sputtered and backfired and then died. Swell time for a breakdown, he said disgustedly as he honked for Joe to stop. I didn't know motorcycles had yeah. horns. I wonder what that horn sounded like, too. On these late model motorcycles. Yeah. Huh. That means new, right? I would imagine so. Like late models, like yeah. a later year. I guess they, well, maybe they would. Lem Billers had a horn. In the thirties, well, Chet had a an auto horn, yeah, that he that he used to make Lem Miller like think Lem... there was a car, yeah. Oh, that's so right. Lem, Lem didn't have too the lazy horn. for one. That's right. Yeah, he was okay. the laziest man in nine counties. Well, yeah, I wonder when they were actually put into motorcycles. Uh, apparently, around this time. But so Frank's like, all right, well, let me fix this motorcycle, and he opens up his toolbox uh -oh. on his motorcycle. My tools. He exclaimed, they're gone! 
the others gathered around the toolbox was indeed empty. Uh, and then I suppose the guy who took the eyepieces stole your tools, too. And Joe dashed to the toolbox on his own motorcycle and gave a cry of dismay. Mine are gone, too. Whoa. And this is when I came to realize, do motorcycles have toolboxes on them? Nowadays, it, yeah. I don't know about back then. Now they have toolboxes? Yeah. All motorcycles? Where do you put a toolbox? You Maybe ever, this is showing my ignorance. You ever ride but, on a four-wheeler? Yeah. Do you know the little hidden box to keep tools in there, too? But that's a four-wheeler. Yeah, it's it's thicker. You have the same thing in a motorcycle uh, next to your gas gauge. You what can, tools go in there? You like socket wrenches or small little things. It's not like an entire toolbox unless you huh. have that strapped onto the back. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. You're imagining these guys have a gigantic toolbox. Yeah. yeah. With their telescope, <laughs> with, with all this stuff. Well, these are the same guys whose jacket pockets can, can, carry, uh, can carry legal documents. That's true. I imagine these motorcycles are massive. That's Harry Potter-esque of like the little pouch that you can like climb inside and it's yeah. a house. You can have anything in there. Uh, it's enchanted. Yeah, this is an enchanted toolbox. Where you Which can I like that. That would be a good title for one of their chapters. The enchanted toolbox? Yeah. That'd they be accidentally take LSD book. and something crazy just happens in one chapter. <laughs> That's the <laughs> book where the author takes LSD <laughs> Yeah, writes a book during just a feverish two-day high. They're like, you know who's really popular right now? Who? Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> Do you think he would write a Hardy Boys novel? We can ask. What would it be like if he did? <laughs> well... Let me have some LSD and I'll tell you. Gonzo. The boys get gonzo. <laughs> the tools were gonzo. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I'm going yeah, to write that down. I forgot his new wife's name. Cheryl? Cheryl. Carol. 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 Yeah. It's twins. I said about three different names. I don't remember which one we're sticking with. I forgot the first one. I just know that Sheila's gone, and it was the love of his life. Yeah, well, Sheila deserved to be gone. Okay. She didn't clean up after dinner. Sheila deserves a better man. I don't think so. I'm I'm with the author on this one. Yeah, I know you're team Sheila. Sheila. I'm not. Sheila messed up. Did you have a telescope growing up? No, but I wanted one. I, I. I did have a telescope. Yeah, and that's how you're with Sheila over here. Sheila. Yeah, yeah. Rats. I didn't okay. have one. Yep. Okay. My Guilty. uncle had one. Love going over to my uncle's house, looking through it. Bolted look eyepieces. Like, how far away could you, like could you make His out a human massive. figure? It was I, like twenty six miles. His neighbor was probably six miles away. So you couldn't uh, make out the features. I could see the little um, Snoopy tattoo on her lower hip. <laughs> I love Snoopy too. It's a Rush Hour 2 reference to anyone who's listening. Oh, I was going to say, like, wait, Snoopy tattooing the... That's Sheila. (laughs) (laughs) Sheila Snoops, dude. Yeah, Sheila's a class act. I don't know, Snoops. (laughs) (laughs) Like, zoinks, let's get home. (laughs) That's a really good Shaggy. Thank you. Oh my god! That was a different you. Shaggy that I just did. Was that Shaggy? I couldn't hear it because I was doing a thank you. That was uh, the artist. The oh, you said it wasn't me. I did say it wasn't. That's me. very good. Good like for you, Shaggy. dude. I thank wonder what you. happened to Shaggy. Uh, he parodied his own song recently with like James Corden or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So he's still alive. I don't know. That'll be our next podcast called Where, Where is Shaggy? Shaggy? <laughs> Each week we just do another. Well, he went to Whole Foods. Shaggy is in Whole Foods now. 
we do a whole Shaggy podcast. Never interview him, but just interview other people about like, where do you think Shaggy is? Oh, that's right? actually not a bad idea for like a little five minute short show. Think of just interviewing different people and asking them where they think the artist Shaggy is. Yeah, but we don't actually interview other people. We just put on voices. Oh, see, I would like to actually open it up and get some You're perspective. You're going to the real people. Like, because then we'll get like my grandma who's like, oh, we can get who, some pretty wild who? theories too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll have one listener. Well, that and yeah, it's Shaggy. Yeah, it's Shaggy. Yeah, <laughs> you boys don't know where I'm at. I'm still Wasn't one me? step ahead of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, we saw you in Whole Foods, and he'd be like, "It wasn't me." What? <laughs> that's, that's such a lazy joke. No, I don't I'm think so. I like lazy jokes. Oh. Hey, you want to? We're on the shorter side. I feel like we're done with this chapter. Yeah, that's the end. By yeah, the way, end of the, that, end that of was the, the cliffhanger. But before we end the episode, I think we've got time for a segment. Oh, do you want to do our Amazon segment? Yeah. How much has your so? The quite, segment quite is bit. what have you shopped for or browsed recently on Amazon that you chose not to buy? What and why? What and why? Well, I'm going to pull up my Amazon I'm because pull up my Amazon. I mean, this is ever-changing. I have such a crazy list. And loading. I feel like when I read, I end up searching for a lot of books on Amazon that are, like, mentioned in other books. Like, when authors come up, I do that quite a bit. That's 100% how I am, too. Your account? And I think... Did you find it? uh, Popeye the Sailor, the 1940s volume on (laughs) Blu-ray. That was the most recent. <laughs> How appropriate. That's yeah. like what we're dealing with right now. Boom, right there. Look at that. It's the first Technicolor um, coloring of a cartoon. Popeye the Sailor. And it's supposed to be a beautiful restoration. Why didn't you buy it? I don't feel like spending $18 on a cartoon I never watched. Fair. Yeah. So I'm watching it. How when much it gets is, down to ten dollars, yeah, I'll snatch that up. As as somebody who does, so you buy Blu-rays, I love Blu-rays. you maintain a Blu-ray library. Yes, I have never. I don't have a Blu-ray player. I don't have any Blu-rays. Oh man, You're what out. what is an average Blu-ray cost? Like when you buy a movie, what do you expect to spend on a movie? You're talking like when I'm looking for a movie, or what a normal Blu-ray will cost when it's fresh out of the gate. Well, let's say both. So fresh out of the gate, you're usually looking at nineteen ninety nine. Okay, that's like standard price for like yeah. Sometimes like, it's actually twenty two ninety nine as of as of late, and I don't like that. Interesting. Yes. Yeah, it's no, a weird it's little round ad. number. Yeah, keep yeah. it down to nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Me, I'm a salesman. You know, I like seeing sales. <laughs> I'm buying at seven ninety nine. I'm buying at eight ninety nine. And you're looking. You're not necessarily looking for like the mainstream. Blu-rays. You're shopping. You're shopping for some deep cuts. Oh yeah, I love the deep cuts. I just got Deep Blue Sea, four ninety nine. Walmart. <laughs> that's a plug. That's, that's <laughs> Go down to Walmart, check their disgusting bin, dig for an hour and a half, and you're gonna find Deep Blue Sea on Blu-ray, which went out of print and it's back in print. Get it while you can, because Miramax owns them and uh, they've shut down and they're not releasing any Blu-rays. Fair. Uh, there's also a place that just opened up called Nickel Flix. On Gravois, it's right next to the Pasta House, which has delicious cannelloni. Uh, that's a plug for the Pasta House. Uh, their pizza, <laughs> also great. That's a pizza. That's a pizza. <laughs> it'll, it'll give you diarrhea in honestly 10 minutes. If you are 
plugged is up. This you can't poops. You go down to the pasta house. This is an endorsement. Yes. You go down to the pasta house. You get yourself a pepperoni pizza. All right. Say, I want all the peps. Something about their peps, the greasy peps. Oh, man. You take one bite and you're like, yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just have oh, to yeah. imagine the pasta house paying us for an <laughs> ad. This is what we do. This is what we're giving and then them. The episode goes live, and then we just see like our phone light up with like the pasta house calling, <laughs> like, uh, I don't want to get it. <laughs> just going to let that one go to voicemail. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be happy with this. The pasta <laughs> house is going to be upset. Uh, also, and- incoming call, Emodium AD calling. I'll take it. A Medea? Modium AD is the diarrhea, isn't it? I don't know. I've never heard of that one. Oh, I thought it's like the medicine you take if you have diarrhea. I don't take medicine when I have diarrhea. I like diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) You drop five pounds in a day? Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by (laughs) diarrhea. Oh, dude, we have to make fake endorsements. We're cashing those diarrhea checks. We're living on that sweet, sweet (laughs) diarrhea cash. Riding the diarrhea wave. I don't know about you, but I think this episode is explosive. (laughs) You know, I'm going to be... This is me being sincere. I genuinely roll my eyes at fart jokes yeah and, and the mention of I, I think it's lazy i think oh, it's yeah it's, it's the easiest human fruit yeah, yeah. It, it's it's weak and when i hear other people make jokes about it or talk about it i'm like this is so lame like you're better than that you're clever, yeah. you're more clever than that but this past few <laughs> diarrhea jokes i'm okay with i feel like it's it's better somehow. it's better yeah there's more substance to it than a fart right well, you know what they say, when, when, I, when I you're sliding into now. third and you feel the juicy turd, <laughs> diarrhea. This is, so anyone who joined <laughs> us as listeners for the first episode is gone. Yeah. So thanks thanks we, for sticking we, the around. Poor man's route. We hope, you, we hope you enjoyed your episode and a half. Oh, hope God. it made your ears squirts. Uh, in my Amazon history, uh, something that I've shopped for and have not bought, uh, most recently is an ICOM, ICA24, handheld Navcom uh, two-way VHF radio. Oh. This is used uh, to communicate with uh, pilots. Pilots. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I, pilots. As I just got my uh, drone license recently. Oh, that's I right. to take my test. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot about... Uh, Getting their the, like the right frequencies when you're mm-hmm. flying, so you can hear air traffic. And so most drone operators don't uh, monitor the frequencies, and you don't really have to. There shouldn't be a lot of of airplanes flying where your drone can fly. Yeah, um, but some pilots do. Some drone pilots do have a radio just so they can monitor the general air traffic. Uh, and so I was considering one, but I didn't want to pay two hundred dollars for that. Ooh, I so, can see why. It made it into my browsing history, but I did not buy it. Wait for that deal to pop up. Waiting for that four ninety nine Walmart. Yeah, that Walmart special, dude. Howlin' Wolf uh, T-shirt. Mike. It's my favorite thing from Walmart. Do you have a skin for your keyboard? No, but I have an Animal House uh, mouse pad. Okay. Not at all related. No. But <laughs> the, the other thing in my browsing history uh, was a Final Cut Pro shortcuts shortcuts keyboards like you can see but i've customized my keyboard so much yeah that the default i don't need that i don't look down when i type yeah 
I don't yeah. even look at the screen. I don't, yeah, same. I do I'm facing blind. backwards, dude. Computer's That's off how much confidence I have. My head is up towards the sky. I'm not even looking at the computer. I'm watching Netflix on an Oculus. Yeah. Just editing blind. And I'm watching you watch Netflix on an Oculus. It's amazing. As I watch Oculus on Netflix, <laughs> which is a movie. Uh, Mike Flanagan, shout out. Man. It's a director. It is impre- Your knowledge of, of directors it's is, all I got. is impressive. It's all I have. Like the the most obscure references come up, and you know who directed them, who is in them, and what other work that they've done. It's yeah, it's humbling. Well, that's I spent twenty nine years studying it. And now I don't know anything else. Do you know who directed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies? Uh, I know who shot them. Who shot them? Shelley Johnson was the shot DP? Secret of the Ooze. I don't know who shot the first one or who directed the first one, but they were Canadian films, low budget Canadian films. Really? Yeah. Low budget. It seems like at the time, budget. yeah, like some of the animatronic, like the puppeting of the faces for the talking seemed pretty advanced. They were independent films. I'll be darned. Yeah. And so became, the legend goes. Yeah, but became just hits. Classic hits. Like, yeah. Just, you got Kevin Nash as the super shred in the second one. Really? Prime of his career, too. Oh, yeah. That's I, Kevin Nash. I did not know that was Kevin yeah. Nash. Super he got shredder. Vanilla Ice, prime of his career. Yeah. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Stop. Hammer I'm time? the green machine. I'm going to rock the town <laughs> without being seen. Ninja, ninja, rap. Ninja, yeah, ninja, rap. That was my splinter. Look, Sophie, the animals are knocking down the telephone pole. <laughs> Let them get their own cab. Yeah, this is a... Uh... This is content that is resonating this with is our entire yeah, listeners. They're loving days. it. They're loving it. Oh, so the boys are are left without tools. Their yeah. motorcycle's My broken tools. down. They're a mile away from this house. Scarcely a mile away from this house, uh, and they're stranded. Well, I hope I don't poopy. <laughs> Jesus, from the frightening images in chapter three. <laughs> 